This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I'm talking to Cherie Davenport, who is a wedding photographer and Pinterest expert. She tripled her annual revenue from 2017 compared to 2018 and started implementing all of the research that she had learned about Pinterest and booked over $100,000 in additional income from Pinterest in the first six months. Something that I love about this interview is that Cherie tells us why we should be using Pinterest to market our photography business and how to get started without getting stressed out. So grab a drink and let's learn about Pinterest with Cherie. Cherie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. So before we get into Pinterest, can you tell us about how you got into photography and kind of where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. So I was one of those super, you know, cringy photographers that everybody loves to see in the Facebook groups. I started my photography business when I was in high school. So I was like, I'll take your senior photos for $50. I used to deliver photos on CDs and in Facebook albums. It's awful. iPhoto was like my editing tool. So I truly (laughs) like started from probably beneath the bottom, all things considered, but I was a teenager. So That's my excuse. After I started doing that, I went to college and I actually went to school to be an elementary school teacher because I was just using photography as like a hobby or something supplemental. And then I realized the more that I did it and after I shot my first wedding that I'm like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, I I don't want to be a teacher anymore. I want to pursue this as a business. But I had a son of my own uh, when I was in college. And so I just kind of continued using it as something supplemental and started building like, okay, this is my five-year plan. This is my three-year plan. Um, And then I started kind of getting into the back end of marketing stuff in 2017. And I realized like, wow, I can really make this a full-time thing to support myself and my child as a single mom. And after I like hit the ground running with Pinterest, my five-year plan went down to one year And I was able to leave my corporate job, shoot a full, more than a full season of weddings, open my first photography studio, buy a house and pay off my car all in a year. So it kind of escalated exponentially, but it's been an interesting journey to say the least. That is absolutely amazing. I, this is why I start with this question every single time, even though it's the same question, because people's stories into photography are just amazing. And even if it's like, you know, oh, I photography found me and it went this way. All of the stories are so unique and right. so interesting to hear about. Yes. So Pinterest, (laughs) why do you think Pinterest gets overlooked by photographers? So I think that a lot of people look at Pinterest and they're like, oh, well, brides don't really find or couples don't really find photographers on Pinterest. They just use it as inspiration. And, you know, that's all, which is true to a point because it's categorized as social media, but it doesn't work like social media. So a lot of people just kind of brush it to the side and don't see it as a marketing tool. 
when really it's one of the most beneficial marketing tools that you can use like right up there with SEO. And it's definitely not as complex as people make it out to be. They feel like it is because it's different. But in my opinion, it's actually way easier and requires way less effort than all of the other social media platforms. I love that you say that because I think that is one thing that stops photographers from kind of diving into Pinterest is they see it as this because it's not just like, oh, post a caption, post, you know, a photo. It's different, but in a good way a lot of people see that and they're like, I don't need one more thing to learn. So exactly. I'm so excited to kind of break it down for our listeners to see how they can use it in their business and kind of, you know, make it so it's not overwhelming. So before we get into that though, can you tell us about the success that you've had with Pinterest for your business? Yeah, definitely. This is my favorite part to talk about because it was kind of like shocking the way that it all happened because I was definitely, you know, I started using Pinterest in 2017. And at this point, I had like started dappling and marketing through like Facebook and Instagram. But as like a single full time working mom, I looked homeless all the time. So I wasn't about to like, <laughs> jump on an Instagram story and reel people in that way. So mm-hmm. I just started like, testing different things with Pinterest. And then I I hadn't even pinned my own stuff. And I started getting inquiries from Pinterest from people that had pinned stuff from my website. Um, And then I had a publication that had shared something on Pinterest and I started getting leads from that. So I was like, well, maybe I'm like sleeping on this opportunity that I can use for marketing because these publications clearly have success with it and people are mentioning it when they're reaching out to me. So I knew nothing about it. I just knew like what everybody knows how to use it. You just pin, 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 right? So I just got on my website and clicked pin it like thousands of times. This is before (laughs) I learned about things like Tailwind. (laughs) And I just started sharing all of this content. And then the leads just started like flying in. I went from having 14 weddings booked in 2016. And then I went up to 35 in 2017. And I had 64 weddings in 2018. So it like doubled the which don't don't shoot 64 weddings in a year I was gonna say that that is a lot of weddings (laughs) it's too many yeah so once I just started using it I started realizing the things that were performing better and then I started looking into you know how publications were using it and the more I used it the more I realized like this is way less effort than writing this like thought provoking caption on Instagram. And it's way less money because it's free. The way that I use it is at least I've never paid for Pinterest ads or anything. I don't have to like dump money into a Facebook ad and do AB testing. I just had to like take stuff that already existed because as photographers, we have hundreds and thousands of photos of content, Mm -hmm. move it over to a platform. And then it just kind of works for itself. So that's amazing. So I know a lot of our listeners are probably thinking, I don't have time to learn about another platform. <laughs> so what is your response to that? Um, you just have to make time to learn. I know that's not a fun response to hear, but you there's always time, especially with something that gives you such a good return on your investment. Even if you decide like, okay, I'm going to stop using Instagram and start trying to use Pinterest instead. You'll get all that time back from, you know, those recordings for stories and writing captions because you don't have to do that stuff when you use Pinterest. And so just make the time and, you know, test it out and 
it's beneficial. I went from posting on Instagram once a day, two times a day. I even ran a Facebook group called Instagram Bosses for like posting content all the time. And now I only ever post on Instagram as a sneak preview right after I shoot something. And I don't use Facebook ads. Pinterest is my only, only form of marketing. It sounds like you're saving a lot of money. That's for sure. And not having to spend on ads on Instagram and Facebook, because that definitely can take, it's kind of like a, you go down a rabbit hole. It's kind of like, okay, I have to spend more. I have to spend more. And they don't always work out. So I love that Pinterest is kind of an alternative to that. Right. And then time too, like return on investment is always looked at as like this number figure, like this cost of doing business. Okay, well, I spend this much on an ad and then I get this much in return. So it's worth it. But it's also just how much time do you have to dedicate to a social media platform to make it work for you? And it's exhausting when it's a platform that you have to use every single day. Like Mm -hmm. this year, especially I, you know, with COVID affecting the wedding industry, I did not have the time or like the mental effort to pour myself into anything, including Pinterest. But because I had so much content out there already, I still booked a full wedding season, even with all of my cancellations and postponements, because it works in the background when you're not actively using it because it just exists on that platform. Yeah. And I'm sure with people being home during this time, I know for me, I, I will scroll through Pinterest just as a stress relief, just to look at, you know, just to look, especially since we can't be out there and be in the, in the real world, traveling to places we want to travel. I know a lot more people are on Pinterest right now than probably ever have been before. Definitely. I will say this is like the earliest I've actually started getting inquiries for years to come. I've gotten so many leads this year for 2022 already. And I think it's because a lot of people are at home, they're like a little uncomfortable about the idea of getting married next year. So they're like, Oh, well, we're engaged, or maybe we'll get engaged. So I'm going to start planning for 2022. Mm-hmm. And where do most people start when they start planning? They start on Pinterest. Of course. So. Yeah. So what are some things that our listeners can do right away to get started with Pinterest? So the biggest thing is to create a business account. I used to tell people, you know, you have to delete everything and start over, which is still true to a sense because you're starting fresh when you create a business account. But once you do that and you connect your website, all you need to do is share like one blog post worth of content over there and you can watch it start to do the work for you. So one of the biggest things that I tell people is you can't just start with a platform and then be like, it's not working because I'm not getting any inquiries. So you have to understand like your analytics, which sounds like big and scary. Google analytics can be confusing. But if you log in and look at your channels of traffic that come to your website and see where your number for Pinterest is, which is almost always at zero for the people Mm -hmm. that don't use it yet or don't use it correctly, pin just 20, 30 images And then go back and check your analytics and see that that traffic will already start generating for you. That's amazing. I I really think it's kind of an untapped area that photographers just really overlook. So Mm -hmm. are there any mistakes that you see photographers make when they create a business account? Definitely. So the biggest like faux pas that I teach is not to pin other people's content because Pinterest started as a platform when it started being used for business. It was used by, you know, big publications or like influencers or content creators. 
And so the goal was these like really inflated numbers, because if your number looks high, that means that you're, you know, you must be super reputable. So you hear all across the industry, like pin other people's stuff, have boards for pretty flowers and pretty colors and the seasons and all of this. And my biggest advice to everyone is don't pin anything that doesn't backlink to your own website because you want to be driving traffic to yourself. If you're trying to generate leads, you don't want to be driving traffic to other people's websites. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So in regards to boards, what do you recommend with like, you know, setting up different boards? Because I know for my personal account, I have like 50 different boards for all different types of things. So how (laughs) does that change when you're using your business account? So when you're structuring your boards, it's really about personal organization. It doesn't have anything to do with the aesthetic because even though it is a social media platform, nobody goes to your Pinterest account and like looks at that. They, they end up on your website. So my boards are... I only have three like primary ones and it's just Colorado Wedding Photographer... Colorado elopement photographer and Colorado engagement photographer and everything goes on to those. You can split it up by different locations if that's easier for you. But the board structure really is just about your own organization and not for anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good to know because from your personal account, I feel like everyone, you know, we all have all these different boards and all these different ideas. So that's good to know if you're in a business account. (laughs) all the boards like Mission yes. Hot Body, Mission Hot Body 2.0, Mission Hot Body <laughs> Take 17, you know, and then like all the recipe boards and yes. you know, things like that. And you can still use Pinterest for personal stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just either do it on a personal account or make those boards a secret so that it doesn't like get mingled in with mm-hmm. your business stuff because then you won't understand your analytics. You'll be like, I have a million monthly viewers on Pinterest but I'm not getting any inquiries from it. Well, that number is based on the fact that a million other people are pinning the same recipes as you and not that a million people are seeing your photography and going to your website. That makes total sense. So um, I know you had mentioned a Pinterest workbook. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So I created a Pinterest guide for people that kind of know about Pinterest, but have never started using it for for business. And it's kind of a way just to get jump started on how to structure your account and use the platform in a way that's beneficial for your website. So it walks you through, you know, how to get your blog structured properly to get everything keyworded appropriately and get it all carried over and just kind of kicks you off so that you can continue using it down the road to be successful. Perfect. And how can we get access to that? So that is all on my website. So thankfully, I have a very strange, unique name, Cherie Davenport. So all <laughs> of my you know, social handles is just my name. And for the Pinterest guide, it's just cheriedavenport.com slash the dash Pinterest dash guide. Okay, perfect. And we'll put those in the show yes. notes for all of you that are listening um, so that you can get started on Pinterest and take some actionable steps to hopefully use it and maybe free up some time from you know, other social media channels. Yes. Free up all the time. You never have to wear makeup again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I know you just mentioned some of your social media handles, but where, I guess, where do you spend the most time? Where should we, where should we go first? So I spend the most time not on social media anymore, which is the best part. I deleted it all from my phone, but if people want to connect with me on Instagram, it's under Cherie Davenport. That's what my Pinterest is under. That's what my Facebook is under. 
but yeah, I stay off social media for the most part now, which is, which is nice. <laughs> that, that would be nice. I, I yes. could definitely use a social media break. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.